this podcast is completely unrelated to string or twine, it means to have a chat, a discussion, generally very informal. It's often had amongst friends, neighbours and associates. Hola! Hello, mate. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the show. Mate. No, welcome to you. How are you going today? Oh, you know, we've had a few technical difficulties this morning. Mm. We got about 25 minutes in and we realised that my garage van had shut down and it hadn't saved any of the recording that we had done. But it's fine. We've had something to eat. Yeah. I've got oils on. I've got a, just a calming oil. Thank you, Linda. Linda, friend of the show. <laughs> Uh, and we've changed, we've changed locations, so it's just like a fresh new start. So I'm feeling good. Feeling How are good. you? Um, yeah, I mean, I was a little bit upset about the incident, but it's right. New space, new me, new Kev, new Brent, new you. Great. New us. That's all you need. That's all you do. That's all you need. Um, How's your week been? Well, interesting you say this. We are sitting in a... Re- newly renovated room by you. By me, by yours truly. So the other day, um, I was washing my car. So Brit's boyfriend has like this spray thing. I don't know how to say that. It's a carcher. A carcher and like a foam, a foam, what is it called? A foamer. A foam sprayer. Cannon gun or something. Yeah. Um, so it's like just like high tech washing your car stuff like he loves washing his car so he really invests in that sort of thing yeah good on him so he let me um use that show me how to use it clean the car the car is looking schnick. and then you went over to get an iced coffee and you uh came back and you set up a little camp chair on the front lawn while i was cleaning the car and then i was like oh i'm just gonna quickly clean out the inside of the car too like in my head, I was just Quickly. taking all of the rubbish, like, oh, taking all the rubbish out. Like, I need to, like, close in the back and, I don't know, like, four very, bottles of cool. cooking oil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, yeah. Um, and then you were like, no, this will not do. So next minute, you've got a cordless vacuum out there and some wipes some and you're cleaning. Some foams to clean the seat. An hour later, the officer is looking incredible. He's looking good. Magnifique. <laughs> um, and then we cleaned your car after that. And yeah. then we're inside. And I'm ready to pack up for the night. <laughs> You're like, just I was like, like I'm done tired. I'm done. Yeah, like, this is me done for the day. I need a nap. <laughs> They're like, all right, I'm heading upstairs to clean your room. <laughs> and I was like, yo, what? <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 give me five minutes. I've got to get all the rubbish out. Otherwise, you're going to hate me. And then you're like, okay, so I'm quickly doing that. And you roll up, you've got some rubbish bags, you've got some wipes, you've got some, like, disinfectant stuff ready to go. And then six hours later, my room is transformed into just an incredible space. I woke up the next morning driving to work in this super clean car, and I woke up in this room. My mind was rejuvenated from how much space there was in here. Just clear. Just felt free. <laughs> but seriously, it was, yes, it's so much better. Great. I'm yeah. so pleased for you. Thank you. Um, and, yeah, we'll we'll be doing your wardrobe quite soon. I've already drawn up the plans. <laughs> the next day I was like, all right, 
see you. Emily went off to work because <laughs> I'm on annual leave at the moment. So this is what I do with my free time I can't sit still ever. Mm. Um, and I was like me. measuring up Emily's wardrobe because her wardrobe is just like a mess. Whoa. Right now, now, now. I'm sorry, but <laughs> we all know it's true. Hey. Um, so we're going to get some storage system going on so you can actually, you know, live clean mm-hmm. and organised life. And Thank you. Not have stuff everywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. Everything should have a place, I feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my motto too. So, yeah, um, it's been good. I've been walking a lot. The weather's been great. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, annual leave. So I've been walking like every day. I think I walked every day last week except Sunday. And two of those days are like big 15km. Big ones. Um, and like the good news is, thanks Dano Andrews, we bloody can walk two hours Woo-hoo! a day. So that's a good 11k for me, if not Incredible. a bit more. Um, so I'm pleased about that. What else? Just really organising my life. I spoke mm. last time about speaking to a mortgage broker. I'm just trying to get, like, my adulting. Hat on. Yeah, just yeah. get my life organised, really. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It's about time. Mm. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> shall we move on to our three-question segment? Oh, yeah. Let's. Emily's favourite part Do of it. this podcast is the three-segment question. Britt doesn't like it, but I love. Three-segment? Three-question. Yeah. Yeah. But I just love, like. <laughs> Like things that don't have much of a point because like I we're learning things. It's good. Great. They're questions we'd never just sit down and ask each other. It's fun. If it wasn't for this, I'd never know. And maybe one day the listeners can ask us questions. Maybe. What a treat. Great. Great. <laughs> All right. All right. My first question to you is what is the most spontaneous thing you've ever done? Hmm. Mm. Mm. there's a few things um few of them most of them include just getting in a car at 12 a.m and driving to Mm. another state great Um, tell me about it (laughs) (laughs) you know about this too because you're also in the vehicle yes um but probably like the most recent or like most the first thing that comes to mind is when we decided we would go to adelaide Mm. At about 12.30 at night, we packed up the officer, mm. picked up Binner, mate, told her to get her slippers on. Slippers on, pack your bags, mate. Oh, We're going. Mate. What? Mate, <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, guys, guys. And then we head off. Like, it was just, just the most random, craziest thing we've yeah. probably done and everyone thought we were crazy. Yeah, we had, like, three days off at the same time because we worked at the same place and it was shift work. And we're like, let's, let's, where can we go in three days? Yeah. So we decided to go somewhere where we spent the entire time driving. <laughs> yeah, but also where else are we going to go? Oh, who knows? And, and I really wanted to sit because my sister lives in um, Adelaide. So I messaged her partner and I was like, we're wanting to come over to surprise Maddie. So great. <laughs> so, yeah, we hit the road. Hit the road. Yeah. And then, yeah, nine hours later, we arrived. Mm. And it was, like, maybe midday when we arrived in Adelaide. And then we had to wait, like, another five and a half hours because Maddie was still at work and she yeah. didn't get home until, like, 5.30 or something. 
Um, so we literally were just like at a mall. Yeah, we went to Rundle Mall and you got your nails done. Yeah. Did Gina, I don't think I did, but did Gina get her some? No. Mm. And, and then, then, oh, and we got our eyebrows done too, threaded. Oh, yeah, we did yeah. In, the, in the mall. Very productive. Yeah, and then we found a nice beach and we just pretty much sat on a beach. We were so delirious. Oh, so, and like, I just remember lying in the sand with my eyes shut, <laughs> like, just wearing like jeans and a long sleeve top and we're just like <laughs> lying down and there's actually yeah. a photo of us on the beach it's like it's just it's, it's the most great honey awful image you've ever seen <laughs> i feel like we should maybe upload it to the gram though yeah probably oh yeah just to let everyone know we have a instagram for the podcast Woo! <laughs> it is at having a yarn dot podcast okay. if you're interested great I'll give it a follow. I'll be giving Come it a follow. Come chat to us. We'll be there. Um, <laughs> always? Always. On the gram. Always on the gram. Um, but, yeah. Hey, do you remember um, on the road back from Adelaide we made a video? <laughs> <laughs> and we staged us breaking down for the video. <laughs> Can we upload that? Just I like mean, that part. we'll think about it. We'll think about it, but it is, it's quite hilarious. It's terrible. It's just so bad. And, like, we were so exhausted. Like, we stayed at Maddie's house for one night. Yeah. We spent most of the trip, the three days driving. Yeah, we turned up at her door, and she's back. like, how long are you here for? <laughs> I was like, just tonight. <laughs> you're 7 a.m. the next morning. <laughs> she's like, you're crazy. <laughs> um, And then... On the way back, like, how did that? We just thought we'd stop in literally every second town and film and a segment. Every McDonald's, <laughs> which there's like none until you're like halfway through Victoria. Again. Yeah, there's like a very long stretch where you pretty much are just going to places like Keith. <laughs> And then Binamate got roped into filming, filming everything. <laughs> she oh, hated us. Oh. Our rat. No good for her. Okay. <laughs> yeah, as a. And then the breakdown. Oh, you've got to see it. It's a, it's a video that's it's iconic. It's iconic. Yeah. And we both. Oh, and we both got. Um, wait, did you buy Burks on that trip? Yeah, we or both bought it. Yeah, we both first bought them pair of Burks, the same Burks, the In, same spot. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Like, Handoff. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool. Yeah. That was a cool trip. That, that was fun. Right. Yeah. Pretty good. spontaneous, I reckon. Yeah. Um, all right. I'll ask you a question. Yeah. <laughs> Bit yeah. of a funny one. <laughs> but I feel like you'll appreciate it. Right. What would you name your boat? If you had a boat, what would you name it? Oh. Yes. Now let's see. On my own yacht. <laughs> and what yacht. is my yacht's name? <laughs> um, yeah, I'd probably never own a boat, but if I get rich and I get a boat, I, do, I love naming everything. Yes. Because it gives it personality. Um, Hence why she names her car. Her, her car's name is The Officer, as you probably just heard before. Um, yeah. And why why is he called the officer mate? Give the listeners so the backstory. The man that I got the car from. Mm-hmm. So my car's name is the officer Doug, and the man who owns the car previously, his name was Doug. He was an officer, <laughs> police officer. Yeah, I think so. Um, right. In his former days, in his younger days, he was a police officer. 
Um, I'm pretty sure he was a police officer. I hope I didn't just make that up, to be honest. Like, I hope I wasn't just like, he's an officer. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure that's... I think so. Where did you get Um, that from, though, otherwise? I don't know. I just looked at the car and I was like... Officer. Because the first thing I did was like, all right, if I get this car, what am I going to name it? And I was like, well, previous name's name's Doug. I've heard he's a really cool guy because he was, like, sort of like a... um, uh, family friend yeah kind of situation um anyway just to honour him that's the car's name great <laughs> love that yeah love that for you yeah so I guess and like my previous little car that was Jean Ralphio from Parks and Recreation um cause it was just like this tiny little terrible Two-door. car <laughs> yeah <laughs> beep 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 <laughs> um yeah alright I would, I'm thinking, just on the note of the road trip before, one of my other favourite places on the road to Radelaide would be Donald, <laughs> um, which is this hilarious little country town. I could name it Keith, but I definitely lean towards Donald more. So I think I would Donald. name the boat Donald. Donza. Yeah, just off the top of my head. But if, um, you just never know, because once you actually, once I see the boat, <laughs> Who knows what will happen? Who knows? You really gotta feel and see the boat before you. I might can. call it Trevor, or I might call it Tony. Oh, Barbara. Oh, Emily. Cheryl. I might want to name it Emily. Okay. You never know. There you go. All right. All right. Um, another one for you. Sure. Go on. Do you have any ridiculous goals in life? Like anything that you're like, or that's a bit of a far reach or yeah. something like you've never really tried but you'd really love to do mm. I don't know it's hard isn't it mm. I feel like I've always wanted to own and run my own business like like be the founder or whatever of a business and like have employees working under me um, and just like have just like to be in control of everything that goes on in that business because like I've always been in management positions in all the work I do and I feel like I'm very suited to management roles mm. but it's not like it's not the same like when you work for a company you're still like you're working under their policies and their procedures and you still don't get the full say in what goes on yeah so I really I feel like I've always just really had this kind of dream or like goal in my head of owning and running my own business mm. um but yeah I don't know it, it's kind of far-fetched I feel like I'm still quite young for that but who knows you should be young mate thank you dream big thank you thank you so much no worries what would you like what would the job like what sort of business would you want to run that's the thing I don't know yeah I just feel like lately I've had so many interests and so many, like, different things. I'm just, like, bouncing from thing to thing. Mm. Um, Just trying to really find my niche. niche. Maybe you should get into, like, the supplement market or something. (laughs) Maybe. Like a pre-workout market. (laughs) I feel like that's very you. Shred. Shred. Let's get shredded. (laughs) Maybe. Who knows? Who knows where the world will take me. But keeping my options open... Right. Nothing's nothing certain at the moment. Mm. But who knows what will happen? <laughs> who knows? In this crazy world? On oh, yeah. Uh, okay. 
My question for you is, if you only had to have one cosmetic item in your life, what would it be? And I mean, like, not just makeup. I mean, like, all cosmetic things that aren't, like, essential. So, like, I don't know, fake tan, dry shampoo, Mm -hmm. hairspray. Yeah. Mascara. I actually think this is a really easy one for me, and it would be lip balm. Just, like, a Burt's Bees... Or blue sex or something because yeah. um I can't live without it. Yeah, I actually didn't, when I wrote that question, I didn't think of that, and that's mm. such an obvious answer for you. Yeah, uh, it's an essential in my everyday life. Yeah. yeah, I can't live without it, and go into an absolute panic if I don't have it. Great. Yeah. All right. Good. That was easy. Yeah. Um, my last question for you mm-hmm. is. What is the silliest thing you have heard people say about you? So, like, is there something that people regularly say that you're like, huh? Like, what do you, what, what, why do people say that about me? You know? Mm. Is there like a common thing? Or even if it's just one thing you've heard before that you're like, oh, what? Um, silly. That's a hot, sorry, excuse me. That is a hard <laughs> one. I don't know. I feel like people don't say too much about me. That's good. Is it? That you know of. That I know of. The only <laughs> thing that rings in my mind is that I've been called, <laughs> in air quotation marks, bitey. Bitey. Which, I don't know, I feel like that can be interpreted in various ways. Yeah, I feel like it's just like a quick response to something without sort of thinking it through and it comes across as like almost like snappy like yeah or like maybe aggressive or and something. like you're just like you take the bait from people or like what you like you react quickly yeah yeah and they know that you're going to react or whatever yeah i think i just get so like i don't know, i definitely act before i think like mm-hmm. i have no filter like i don't think things through before i say them yeah um so that could probably be to do with that um and then i guess i'm also quite like this when i talk i don't like i'm quite confident when i talk and mm. i'm not like timid or anything so i'm quite assertive so you I just say what across. you say like yeah it's said it's done yeah, yeah. um but people might. Like, if you don't know me, you probably take it the wrong way. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe that. It's tough. Life's tough. It's tough. <laughs> All right. Your last question would be, and I know you have a lot of these, so, I mean, try to single it down to one. But what is your worst pet peeve? <laughs> Yeah, I'm an easily annoyed person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything drives me nuts. You're um, very, um, like, sound, smell. What else is that? Oh, yeah. Like, literally, she's very, and, like, I've noticed this living with her because it's, like, kind of something you wouldn't really pick up on someone if you're, like, just friends with them. But yeah. If you're, like, around me for, like, short amounts of time, you wouldn't know because mm. I'm, like, I can contain it to an extent but yeah living with me it's like almost impossible for me to contain because it's oh, yeah. like i'm surrounded by it so it's really hard to like not lose my mind yeah <laughs> and it's like it's annoying because i think that like no one can control it's just like in my head that it drives me nuts like the dishwasher 
the oh. smell of cups. Like this is so, something that's so. I think it's so funny. There's the there's this particular smell when things come out of the dishwasher from the dishwashing liquid, and it it doesn't matter what liquid I try. There's this smell, and people claim that they can't smell it. But I sniff inside cup. Like I have to sniff everything. Like even like forks or knives or spoons. Like I just remember this one time I was having a hot chocolate. <laughs> and I went to take a sip and I went, oh, that is peril. And it was the last bit of hot chocolate. And after that moment, this was when I was a teenager, I was like, never again will I not sniff something before I put my food in it because otherwise it's going to destroy it for me. Mm-hmm. So, and like, it's, it's a quick fix. Like, I'll sniff it. If it has the smell, I just rewash it myself. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, it's fixed. But like, if someone is... <laughs> Like, like as bad as someone is, like, making me a meal or something and, like, they haven't done sniff tests <laughs> because I can't, I can't eat it. Like, Which I have now learned to do. <laughs> like, if you want a hot chocolate and I'm like, oh, yeah, mate, I'll bring you up a hot chocolate. I do the full sniff test <laughs> in her mug before. And she'll, she'll message me being like, can you just sniff, sniff the cup, mate? I'm like, already done, mate. Sniffed it. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so annoying. Like, I wish it wasn't like that because life would be easier if I didn't do that. But I can't. I can't stand the smell. And I can mm. – it's just so strong. Like, that and then, like, anything repetitive. I can't stand repetitive noises, like taps dripping, pipes – like, pipes dripping noises – Clocks ticking. What about casual sipping? Oh, I hate and because that's so repetitive. It's just constant. Yeah. It's the same, like the same sound over and over. It's so annoying. Like just drink your drink and then put it down and go back to it when you actually need a drink. You're an easily you know, irritated person. I'm very irritated, <laughs> like always. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just so particular about things. But, yeah, you know, you know. It is what can you is. do? What can you do? This is me. This, this is, is I. me. <laughs> Sorry. Great. All right. Well, I think it's time to move on to today's topic. What do you reckon? Yeah. So before we start, um, I just wanted to do a little disclaimer um, that the information that we say in this podcast is intended solely for entertainment. Entertainment? I said that wrong the first time as well. <laughs> entertainment purposes and may not be used as a substitute for professional advice Mm. Um, as circumstances will vary from person to person you should not act or rely upon the information in this podcast without seeking professional advice Um, so basically yeah we're just talking from our personal experiences um, and please seek professional advice before embarking on any health or fitness routine yeah that changes your lifestyle yes. <laughs> majorly yeah yeah great good um now today's topic would you like to tell the listeners oh today's topic is the ketogenic diet or the keto diet right. what is it brit <laughs> shall i tell everyone what tell it everyone. is okay um so i'm sure people have heard of the keto diet i feel like it's a very common or like trending diet at the moment mm-hmm. um especially in the last few years so basically what it is, is a low-carb, high-fat, moderate-protein diet. So it's pretty, like it's very low-carb. People typically consume under 50 grams of carbs per day on this diet, some even consuming less than 20 grams. Um, 
basically the macros made up from this diet will include roughly 70% of your diet is fat, 25% protein, and 5% carbohydrates. Um, And basically it's, I'll try to explain it in simple terms. Um, Basically, generally our bodies run off glucose, which is carbohydrates. So when you're on keto and your carbs are restricted to that low level of like, say, 20 grams, your body then changes its fuel source from carbohydrates to fat. So instead of burning glucose, it's, it's burning, I guess, ketones. Um, it's called ketones. So your body is running off fat for fuel. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much how it works. So it can be a bit complicated. Um, but once you sort of understand that concept and you do a little bit of research, you'll, you'll kind of get what, what it is. Um, so you've probably seen this diet on social media or just in, in the media. Mm-hmm. I know Courtney Kardashian's doing keto. Um, some other popular celebrities like Megan Fox and Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> they also advocate for keto. Um, and also you've probably seen like influencers or YouTubers, um, trying this diet or doing this lifestyle. Um, cause that's certainly how I found out about keto. Yep. What about you? How'd you find out? From you. Oh. Actually. There and you, you were the influencer. Was I? <laughs> oh. Ooh. Don't mind that. Yeah. You started that Instagram page and, um, and you were living with a friend of the show, Michaela, <laughs> and you were both doing it. Yeah. And uh, I just saw like how how much you had changed and like how good you were feeling, and that inspired me. Fantastic. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's funny you say that because it's like I had physical changes on the diet, but like I think the main thing that changed was my attitude and my confidence on it. Like I just felt like I had, I was me again Mm -hmm. because um, just a little backstory. So before I started keto, I um, was like, I was very overweight. I gained probably 20 or more kilos in the last few years before I had started it. Um, So I was just like, I was just a different person. I was very self-conscious. I didn't have my, I wasn't my usual happy, confident self. Um, And then, yeah, I did keto for four months and I was like a completely different person. So different. Like before you didn't want to be in photos and you just weren't having fun like you used to. Like it was like your mind was consumed in like how you're feeling so you couldn't just let go and enjoy things. Yeah. In the same way. And then once you started, you just started, like, letting go a bit more again and you were you were just, like, happy yeah. and doing more and, like, wanting to be a part of things. Yeah. Um, and it was just so clear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, even I remember I went to, like, a family event and, like, my cousins and aunties were like, oh, you, you're so, like, you just, you just seem so happy and, like, you just seem so... Yeah. Like, it's just, like, the change, like, everyone noticed the change. Yeah. Um, not just physical. Um, so, yeah, that was back in, oh, God, it was probably after my, so, after my 21st birthday, that was when it kind of, like, hit me. Like, 
I feel like I didn't – I knew I was gaining weight, but I didn't know the um, – what's the word? I didn't know how much I was gaining. Yeah. Like, in the years that I did gain the weight gradually, like, obviously it doesn't all come on at once. It's a gradual yeah. thing. And I never weighed myself in that period. And, like, there was little indicators, like, my work clothes didn't fit me anymore. I needed to get bigger sizes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then it wasn't until my 21st birthday, which was 2000, I think it was end of 2017. Yeah. Um, and that was, like, the first time that I'd actually taken so many photos or had so many photos taken of myself and, yeah. like, full body photos. And... Um, I remember looking back at the photos and I was just like, it was just like a moment of reality for me. And I was like, this is like not good. Mm. And then it kind of just woke me up to the fact that I've just like let myself go. And like, I just, yeah. And it really just like kicked my head into gear. And then I saw someone, I saw a YouTuber doing keto Mm. and she had so much success on it. And so I was like, let's let's try this and see what happens. And I never really done anything like it. Um, and I really enjoyed it and I was able to stick to it and it worked for me. So I did it, lost I lost over 20 kilos, which is a lot. Um, and yeah, it's just it really changed my life. So yeah, that's my it's little massive. story. <laughs> Got a bit dizzy there, but uh yeah um so I feel like people if you don't know what keto is or maybe you've been wanting to try it or you don't know where to start people are probably wondering okay if you're not eating carbs what what are you eating yeah um so basically people typically eat um a lot of meats so meats is just like protein and fat so pretty much all meat is good on keto Um, A lot of leafy greens, so salads and spinach and kale and stuff like that. Um, You've got your above-ground vegetables, so stuff like broccoli and cauliflower. Um, Unfortunately, nothing (laughs) below ground, so no (laughs) sweet potato, no pumpkin, no potato. Um, Yeah, you've got dairy, so... I love cheese and you love cheese. Love cheese. That was the best <laughs> part because I feel like yeah. most diets, like, they say you shouldn't have cheese because yeah. it's so high in fat. Yeah. Um, but on keto, like, you can have all different cheeses. You can have cream, butter. Yeah. Um, you've got nuts and seeds. So there's, like, some nuts are actually higher in carbs. So you've only got, like, there's only a few that you should really have. Um, those ones are, like, macadamias, walnuts, sunflower seeds um and then you've got so fruits the only thing with keto and the thing that I kind of missed when I was doing it was the fact that you can't really have fruit Mm. you can only have like low glycemic index um so low GI fruit which is like your berries strawberries blueberries raspberries blackberries um and then also avocado which is hard because in, like, summer and things, you're like, oh, I just want a mango. It's so yeah. refreshing or, like, something like that, one of those tropical fruits. Or even just having, like, a mandarin or something. A nectarine or something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then, obviously, carb- you can't, it's, like, 
very low carbohydrates, which is also sugar is a form of carbohydrate. So you can't have sugar, any form of sugar. Mm. So instead you can have like sweetened foods. So with sweeteners like stevia and erythritol, um, you can use that in as a form of sugar, like a substitute for sugar. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's basically an overview of what you sort of can eat. Um, and th- almond meal for baking. Almond meal, yeah. So helpful. Game changer. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I feel like that's also what got me through was, like, the different sort of sweets that you could bake and you just have to, like, find the substitutes that are low-carb, low-sugar. Yeah. And, like, some of them taste really good. The no-shoe brownie. Oh. Expensive. But so, so delicious. Good. That got me through. No shoe is like the it's like no sugar brand. Yeah. And they do like what do they do? Little cakes? Donuts. Donuts. Little cakes. They do these little brekkie bar things. Oh no, they they kinda of like brekkie bar things now, but they're like um imitate very sweet bars. Yeah. Yeah. Um with no sugar. And then you can just have that, like if you had the brownie, you'd have it with like cream or strawberries. Strawberries or something like that. Yeah. That was really, really it was good. So delicious. Um, but yeah, that's basically an overview. Um, so Emily did keto. She did it. You did it how many times? We twice. Yeah, two proper times. Yeah. Um, and ha- like they were both very different because your diet changed. Like your dietary requirements changed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So in when I first did it, it was twenty eighteen. I did it for three months. Um, and this was before I was vegetarian. Yeah. But in saying that, I still hated meat. Like, I ne- I never really liked meat. Um, so I was still avoiding meat. And basically the main meat I was eating was just bacon, which I had nearly every day. Yeah. Um, occasionally I would have some mints uh, to, like, make burger patties with, like, a lettuce bun. Um, but other than that, I was not eating any meat. Um, so what I was having for a day of food was not what I would recommend doing and it was not healthy. And especially looking back now and knowing what I had, I know that it's nowhere near enough to sustain, especially the amount of energy that I was burning at the time as well. So to sort of set the scene, I was doing about 10 kilometers of walking, most days um and I was also working a nine ten hour shift in a very fast-paced like work environment where you're always moving yeah um so you don't you don't sit down at all yeah always on your feet um so I was doing that and my average day of eating was basically if I was to have breakfast which I didn't always I would have a little tiny um, no sugar yogurt and maybe some berries and then for lunch if I had lunch because I was working shift work my my food was all over the place and to be honest I would only really have one meal a day and then a few like snacks around it yeah but my sort of lunch would be maybe two pieces of bacon two eggs and like half an avo or like a whole avo depending on how hungry I was yeah and then for dinner I would have Probably a salad, which was iceberg lettuce, spinach, a couple of tomatoes because you can't have too many tomatoes, and then a lot of cucumber, cheese, and avocado. And they were like my basic 
go-to go-to foods um and then yeah I guess like at the time I was like oh this is working because I was in such a calorie deficit for the amount of energy that I was burning every day um so I got results just crazy quickly quickly over the three months like it was I, I lost about 18 kilos which did you lose that much yeah yeah when I got to my lowest is that crazy. before you went away? Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. I went on a big trip. Um, and while I was away, I still lost – I lost two more kilos while I was away. Yeah. So you still maintained um, that even though you weren't Yeah. And I think that's because I was doing so much exercise while I was away as well. Yeah. Um, because, you know, when you're traveling and you're just walking everywhere. Yeah. Um, and it was a big trip too. So, like, it wasn't a relaxing holiday. It was, like, no. uh, exploring for the holiday. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, and that, like, it changed so much for me losing that weight because I'd never been, like, that low in weight before and I felt fitter than I had ever been. But also there were a lot of negatives that came out of it as well because I think the main thing that happened to me is that I developed an even more unhealthy relationship with food than what I already had. And because of I'm celiac and now vegetarian, my relationship with food is pretty terrible and I've never been good at cooking meals or like yeah preparing lunches doing any of those things like I've always been so bad I'm really lazy when it comes to food and I prefer to not eat than have to cook like yeah I just don't enjoy it um and I also just I easily get myself into a mindset of not liking food um because I'm so picky as well yeah you're so you're so picky yeah um and then when I did keto again I did it vegetarian and it actually just didn't work for me at all. And I think it's because I was working, I was now working an office job. I wasn't having any form of meat. So there was less fat in what I was eating. And protein. I wasn't eating, yeah, and I wasn't eating enough. And I was just feeling sick most of the time. Yeah. So it just did, like, it didn't work at all. And I, I started putting on like, um, so I just went like the opposite. Yeah. Um, and then gradually, like over time up until now, my weight's sort of been the same for a while now, but it doesn't, yeah, it, I could never maintain how low it was when I was originally on keto. Yeah. yeah. And like doing vegetarian keto, some people might find it easy because they're more open to the different types of food And vegetable. Like I feel like yeah. if you, if you are a vegetarian and you want to do keto like you just need to eat like a lot of like tofu a lot of like yeah. a lot of salad and a lot of vegetables which for you like you don't like a lot of the vegetables yeah like, it's because there's no variation and I like mostly raw things so salad's fine for me and I love eating salad but you like there comes a point where you're like I need something else to yeah. eat like I need something and then you start craving it and then you binge eat once you do have it because you just go so far to the opposite end because it's all you've been thinking about for so long. Yeah. So it was just, such, like, for me, such an unhealthy mindset in the end. But it all started out very well. Yeah. Yeah. So I learned a lot from the process. And there's things that I'd probably never do again because, like, it, yeah, it didn't affect me very well. But yeah. also I feel like what you could take out of it is – the fact that you were consistently, like, actually like, preparing meals for yeah. yourself. 
like salads and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was like it's true. I just needed to do it to a higher amount and yeah. eat more. Yeah. And yeah, it got me into a really good pattern and routine. I was exercising and like I felt really good. Mm. Um but yeah, long term, not good for me. <laughs> there we go. Huh? What, so compare that with what you, yeah, compare it with what you would have eaten in a day of keto because it's going to be drastically different. I yeah. Um, and I, like, I ate a lot. <laughs> and I think that's why keto worked for me because it, like, having so much fat in the diet, it really, like, filled me up. And, like, sometimes I wouldn't eat for, like, I was just, like, unintentionally fasting Mm. because I was just so full from the meal I had the night before that I didn't feel hungry, which for me is, like, crazy because, like, I feel like I'm always hungry. (laughs) Like, and when I get hungry, I, like, you know about it. I get angry. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm literally, like, just, like, not a good person to be around when I'm hungry. Um, So, yeah, basically what I... I guess, all right, I'll run you through a day in a life. Um, basically, for breakfast, it was always bacon, eggs, like mushroom, spinach, um, and, like, cheese. Snacks. That, cheese cranskies, <laughs> oh, they were good. Cheese cranks. Like, basically, a mixture of that sort of thing. Sometimes I'd literally just have eggs and bacon if I wasn't hungry, or other days I'd have, like, more. Um, and then I also have, um, low carb bread as well. So that was another thing because you are Emily celiac, the low carb bread on the market, none of them are gluten free. Um, so that also made it hard. And I was trying to stick under the 20 grams of carbs per day. So occasionally I'd make those almond meal cheese muffin things and I would have one cut it in half and have like half it the beginning of the day half at the end or something like that and that's it yeah and I have like four and a half grams of carbs or something like that per serve yeah that was the closest to any form of bread I could ever have yeah yeah um so yeah so I would have um low carb bread with um well sometimes I just have low carb bread with like veggie mutton butter Mm. if I really wasn't that hungry um, so I found that really easy because I'm also naturally, like, I prefer salty and fatty foods. Like, I'm not – I don't like a lot of sweet foods. So I feel like that's another <coughs> reason why I enjoyed it because it was all, like, fatty and salty foods. Um, so, yeah, then come to lunch, I – so if I was going to work, I'd probably cook up, like, maybe sausages or I'd cook up taco – kind of like a taco bowl, burrito bowl. Mm. So like mince, lettuce, um, tomato, sour cream, a bit of salsa. Um, mm. And then I'd have that. Or I'd just have like sausages and a Greek salad or something. Yeah. Um, and then I'd come home and then my dinner would probably normally be like a steak, cooked in butter, and then like a Greek salad or something. That was pretty much my go-to day can you have mushrooms on yeah yeah because i i have this weird memory of always seeing mushrooms on your plate at dinner time like in photos and stuff and i don't know if that's true just like yeah i I picture that mushrooms (laughs) for breakfast like butter mushrooms oh maybe that's what with eggs and stuff and spinach yeah yeah 
Um, and like that meal was so filling, mm-hmm. like just with the vegetables and the eggs and stuff. Like it's so filling. Um, like sometimes I'd have breakfast and then I wouldn't eat for ages. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, if I felt like something after dinner, I'd have like a no sh- the no shoe sugar free mm-hmm. brownie with some cream or something. Or they have these Woolies sell these like um, are they called well naturally. Yeah chocolate bars and there's like yeah. a coconut milk chocolate one that one was really good they got me through when i needed something like sweet. something that tasted like chocolate yeah <laughs> yeah and especially in the beginning i like had so many it's so bad yeah i feel like at the beginning you have like the sugar withdrawals and you like just need that and like yeah. sometimes you just like at the start i would eat a lot of that like chocolate and stuff but then I feel like as you get through it, like maybe two or three weeks in, I just felt like I didn't have any sugar cravings at yeah. one point. Um, but, yeah, that was pretty much it. And then, oh, for coffee as well, that was a thing. So I'm a big coffee drinker and I always have like just a latte or a cappuccino, full cream milk. And I feel like you would think that full cream milk is okay because mm. it's dairy and yeah, it's full cream, full it. fat. Yeah. But it actually has a lot of carbohydrates in it. Mm. Like, <laughs> saying that, it's actually not a lot. But for keto, like, if you're trying to stick to, like, 20 grand, 30 grand carbs, yeah. you can't afford a full cream coffee. Yeah. Um, so I had to transition to, like, unsweetened almond milk in my coffees, which at the start I could not stand the taste of almond milk, and I just thought it was disgusting. But after a few weeks or months, like, I – I really actually enjoyed the taste and I just drank almond, almond caps, almond lattes. So, yeah, that was my day. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you should be doing it because you're actually filling your body with good, good things. Yeah. 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 Much better than <laughs> Much better than me. <laughs> I just feel like I had a lot more variety in my food as well. Yeah. Like, if you looked at my Instagram, I would always post, like, different sort of meals and, Mm. um, yeah, that was, that's, I just, that's how I got through and I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, there, there are definitely difficulties when you're on it. Like, what did you find, like, most difficult when you're on it? See, the thing, like... For me, things like eating out um, have always been difficult for my life, like being celiac. And, like, it's so much easier now because there's so much more awareness. But it's something that I've always been used to. So introducing just another restriction, it's not that much of a shock to me. Yeah. Because I've always had restrictions. Um, So I think the hardest part for me is if I was really, really craving something in particular, that yeah. would make me go like a week if I was at a restaurant and I really wanted like a gluten free pasta or something. Yeah. Or like fried rice or something like that. And I could smell other people having it. That was the hardest part for me. Yeah. But I think I was in such a frame of mind of like not wanting food that I wasn't like it didn't affect me that much. Yeah. Okay. It was just occasionally. Yeah. Um, and because I was just in such a routine, like I was just so determined. Yeah. Um, I didn't find it too hard, but, and uh, the other thing was like, um, 
I think I found like going shopping overwhelming, even though I wasn't having that much more like variety. If I was going food shopping, I was just so stressed. Yeah. Um, and that's why I was sticking to the same thing every day because I was like, oh, I have to read all of the ingredients and like, yeah. what can I actually have? And like, I just found that really hard. Um, and like this disheartening thing when you see something and you're like, oh, maybe. And because I was like, I mean, in that second point, I was making sure vegetarian, gluten free, and keto. <laughs> that's like, that's a lot of pressure on a shopping that's trip. A lot to, like, <laughs> when you're looking at the label, it's just a lot to really look take at. In. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Um, yeah. What about you? Yeah, I feel like like what going off what you said with the reading, like that being stressful. Yeah. I feel like definitely at the start when you don't, you're not like aware yeah. of how much carbs is in everything because yeah. you're so fixated on the carbs as well. Yeah. Um, so at the start, it can be really stressful to try and find what you can and can't eat. Um, but once you sort of get into that routine and you start like knowing how much all your meals are and mm-hmm. what's in them. Um, it's, it's, it gets easier mm. um, but I found eating out in a restaurant difficult because I I love eating out like I love going out for dinner and stuff and I just feel like you're so limited like you literally can only really have a steak and vegetables or a steak and salad mm. like you could go to like I guess a Thai restaurant you could have like a chicken stir fry, which you would think chicken stir fry vegetables. Healthy. Like it is you would think like, yeah, there's no carbs, but in Thai cooking and like all those cuisines, they put a lot of sugar and a lot of like stuff in mm-hmm. sauces. Yeah. Which like when you're in keto, it's such like it's just it's hard to explain if you don't really know, but like you having that bit of sugar in that sauce can mm. kick you out of what's called ketosis, which is the state of you burning ketones. So then mm. it takes you, you know, it could take you up to another week to get back into it and it stalls the it stalls the weight loss progress. Cheat um, meals are just not worth it. <laughs> they're, like they're literally like cheat meals, what they call cheat meals, they're not an option. Mm. Um so yeah, like I just felt like it was stressful in the fact that like if someone had a birthday and they'd be like, oh, we're going out for dinner at this restaurant. And then you just, like, you don't want to not go, but it's just, like, what can I eat there? Yeah. And it becomes all negative. That was the most stressful thing if it was for someone else's birthday or, like, a, an event surrounding someone else. You're just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That um, was really hard. So, yeah, that was hard. Um, and then people, like, and then people would, like, kind of judge you and be like, oh, why don't you just eat this? Or what's the... What's the harm? What's just, the harm? Yeah. And just having one night, you know? Yeah. Um, but they don't understand, like, the process of it, of ketosis. Or well, they just judge, like, that you've made the decision to do keto because they've heard people say bad things about it. And you're like, yeah, cool, but what I was doing before clearly wasn't working, so I'm trying to make a change. Can you not just be positive? Yeah. Like, like yes, this to... might not work for me, but at least I'm giving something a go. You know? Yeah, at least I'm doing something. Yeah. Um, yeah, so true. Um, I think that like that's another thing that I struggle with with some people's judgment. Yeah. I'm like, all right, <laughs> cool. Yeah, Thank especially you for your opinion. because I feel like when we start, when I first started 2000 nearly three well it has been three years now yeah. um it wasn't really that 
popular. Like, I feel like it's really grown in the last couple of years. So, like, a lot of like a lot of people just didn't understand it, yeah. which made it harder. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, going out with friends, how did you – like, a night on the town. Yeah. What did you drink? Like, I feel like maybe some people are thinking, what, can you drink alcohol in keto? Yeah. Well, you can't, obviously, like – it's pretty much limited to just, like, um, vod- I would just have, like, a vodka and soda. Yeah. <laughs> Is that exciting? Yeah. Yeah, so it was quite quite limited. And I don't actually know if there's anything else. Yeah, I feel like it's just, um, like, spirits, like vodka and gin. Can you have gin? Thank you. Mm, yeah, I have a... Yeah, I right. think it you was, can. It wasn't that big of a deal to me, to be deal. honest. Yeah. Because um, it's not like I'm just, like, going out for beers with the boys. or And it's not like I <laughs> like sitting at home having a wine. Like, I'm yeah. not that sort of person. Well, I so. guess we're both not really big drinkers. So, yeah. like, it was only, like, a few couple of times if we had, like, an event or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, socially. Um, which, yeah, we I guess we both really just had vodka and yeah. soda or, like, sugar-free. <laughs> yeah, or, like, a sugar-free drink. Sugar-free soft drink. Yeah. Um, that was, like savior for me see i didn't even really drink it the at the second time i did but the first time i didn't even want like i didn't didn't really drink soft drink yeah because i remember like you would always get like a diet coke or whatever yeah i love diet coke even before keto like i've never been able to drink normal coke i just it's so sweet for me so i just i love a diet coke (laughs) not a coke zero a diet coke so weird um (laughs) Yeah, so that, and also I feel like they've really, like, there's a lot more, more a lot more options around alcohol now. Like, they're, they're introducing a lot of, like, low-sugar options. And yeah, low-carb, like, cider and stuff now. Yeah, and, and I don't know how many cruises. carbs it actually has, but. Oh, yeah, sugar-free cruises, I forgot about that. They yeah, so there's definitely more options now, but. Yeah. Um, so it, it was kind of good because it was, like, you didn't have to worry about I feel like sometimes when you're on other diets, maybe, like, people stress about alcohol. Yeah. Because you're just so worried about the carbs and there's no carbs in that, or very minimal carbs. Like, that was that was quite easy. Yeah. Um, what I found hard was when I did go for nights out and, like, you know, everyone knows this. You go out, you get drunk. Then you come home and on the way home you want to you go through Macca's drive-thru. <laughs> You want to come back. Or you want to come back. <laughs> That's what you want. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I had to really hold myself back from eating, like, Maccas and stuff. And, I mean, I feel like I made it work. Like, there's definitely options with that stuff, like, my go-to. Mm. Um, my go-to fast food option for keto was a HSP Oh, that's right. Which is Ew. a halal snack pack. Honestly, just is awful. Um, <laughs> and, like, traditionally they have, they're, like, it's chips, meat, sauce. Um, but we'd always just ask for salad instead of chips. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd have, like, a little bit of garlic sauce on it, which I'm pretty sure I had a good bit of carbs in it. But, like, honestly, I didn't care. Like, that was just, like, my go-to and, like, my thing that I'd have if mm-hmm. I wanted to have takeaway. Um, and then occasionally I'd have, um, I'd go to Macca's and I'd get a classic Angus with a lettuce wrap instead of the, the bun. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, there's few options, but not many. So that was hard. Yeah. Well, I didn't really. really well, I was in such a the frame of mind that I was in. I just wasn't really like after a night out or whatever. I wasn't really interested in eating. Yeah. And I, um, like if I was, I wouldn't really go and just like because I can't anyway. Because I'm gluten free, and I didn't want to eat the meat. So if I was having something that would relate around bacon and eggs, and it wasn't usually a menu item because I was working at McDonald's anyway, <laughs> so it was just my break and I was cooking it. You know, like it yeah. wasn't. Yeah, it, I was But did you struggle, like, because I feel like you turned to, like, generally you turned to, like, fries and potato because you love potato. Yeah, that's my go-to with some gluten-free as well. Did you struggle with not being able to just have fries or something? Like oh, drunk? of course. Oh, not even just drunk, just generally. <laughs> just day-to-day. Yeah, like, it, it wasn't, like, a after-a-night-out thing. It was just, like, I missed potato. But then, as well, I... Ju- I I didn't want like takeaway. Like I just wanted to lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just so like na- I was so like on a narrow you were just, path, like tunnel vision yeah. to the end, so it didn't affect you. Yeah, because I was going away. Yeah, you had like an I end this, like, goal in mind. I had I had three months. That's like this is it. This is happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're really committed. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um. What about, like, because we had, we had a few friends that did it. So, like, friend of the show, Michaela, <laughs> she, um, like Em said before, she did it with me. And we were actually living together um, like, at that time. Mm. We were living, my boyfriend, um, her boyfriend and her were all living together. And the three of us actually did it. So Ryan and I and Michaela did it, um, which I felt like helped a lot. Yeah. Like, keeping each other accountable. Yeah. Even um, me not living with you guys, mm. when I did it, it was so much easier because I could see what was going on with you guys and, like, what you did. And, like, that first day when I first decided, it was halfway through the day on a Sunday, and I said, I'm going to do it, and you were with me. And we went to um, Woolworths, and you came around the shop and told me everything that I could buy, and I just did a big shop, and that was it. And I started halfway through the day on a Sunday. That's so funny yeah. that you did halfway through the day. Like, everyone normally would be like, I'll start on Monday. Yeah, yeah. And then because the next day, I remember the next day was the first day that I had to eat something out. And I was going, it was when I got my first tattoo and I was going to visit my cousin and we went and got some food together. And I remember just getting this this egg meal. It was the first time I had to order something out. out Yeah. That was like, that was actually delicious. Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing. Breakfast, I feel like breakfast eating out is easy because it's just eggs, bacon, like all that stuff's available. Yeah. Um, or you'd get like an omelette or something. Exactly. Yeah, I had a lot of omelettes. Um, but yeah, having like knowing that you guys were doing the same thing, like I never would have started if you hadn't have come to the shops with me. Yeah, like, I would. I just would have kept being like, I don't get it. You're because <laughs> you're one of those people that you need like someone to like push a little nudge. A nudge yeah, in the right direction. Need a gentle nudge. Um. So yeah, that really helped. Yeah. Good mate. All right. Well. How quickly, I mean, you touched on this earlier, but mm-hmm. how quickly did you see results? So quickly. I was losing, like, I, like the first week, obviously, you lose a bit of water weight. That's one of the first things you notice because your body isn't absorbing the um, water because of the carbs in the body. Yeah, you don't retain you, water because exactly. there's no carbs. So you lose weight, but it's actually just water weight. 
Yeah, um, so the first week I lost like three kilos or something, and like that's massive, and it's such a motivational start because like, oh, it's this movement, this is amazing, and so that sort of keeps going. And consistently, I was losing at least two kilos, I reckon, a week, every week, yeah, until the end. Like you did it for what five weeks? Yeah, roughly. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, it just it just happened so quick. Yeah, and it was so like even before I got to the lower weight, like people were just like noticing and i think that is encouraging yeah yeah oh yeah definitely mm. um because i feel like that's what can deter people off some like if they decide oh i'm gonna start eating healthy and i want to lose weight and then sometimes it takes them a while to really see results on the scale yeah. so it like deters them off from it yeah which i think was the good thing about like that sort of like quick result that it just kept you motivated yeah yeah um I was the same. I sort of saw results pretty much quickly, like the same as you. Yeah. And then I kind of um, kept – like I probably – I reckon I lost maybe five kilos a month. Like I said, I lost about 20 kilos in four months, which, yeah, my – well, it ends up being five kilos a month. So, like, Mm. weekly it's like a kilo and a bit. Yeah. Um, But, like, four months goes so quick. Yeah. And I've lost 20 kilos. So – Um, yeah, the the results were consistent on the scale. Um, and also I tracked my progress with like photos. I did a lot of like on my Instagram, I did a lot of like comparison photos and transformation photos. Yeah. Um, and I also did take measurements of, and I ended up losing like on my waist and my hips, it was like something like 50 or something. It was even more centimeters on my hips. Yeah, wow. Like all up on my whole body, the measurements were like over 150 centimeters that I've lost all up, mm. all round, which is massive. It's just so rapid, but it's so hard to maintain when you come off it. Yeah, and like if I like thinking back, like if I had the opportunity to change anything, I would never change it. Like I would have done it exactly the same because I, like I learned so much from doing it. Um, but I just wish that I could have done it for those three months and then come back and then ate a moderated, healthy diet, which is so idealistic because going from zero to 100 like that for me is a really big thing because I'm so terrible with my diet. But I just think it's one of those short-term things that if it can get you into a good, like, routine routine, yeah, and you're eating properly after it, then it's worth it, and it's, you know? Yeah, I just feel like, coming off it you need to kind of have a plan like you can't just come off it because for me when I came off it I was just kind of like you just think about you're like oh I'm off it so I'm free like I'm free to eat whatever the hell I want and you just want to eat everything that you haven't been able to eat for the last four months and then it just causes this cycle of like like I binged a lot coming off it and it's just I like yeah I gained I gained the I didn't gain all the weight back, but I gained, like, probably half of it back gradually. But in saying that, when you were doing keto, you weren't exercising. And post-keto, you actually exercised and worked on building muscle and things like that. So it's different. Yeah. It's not like you gained all of that weight back. Like, you would have built muscle because you would have lost some when you were losing the weight on keto. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like compared to you, I didn't exercise at all because mm. I was just kind of like the idea of me committing to like going to the gym or doing exercise and 
eating this like strict diet, I was like, I can't, this is too much. I need to just focus on one. Yeah. And like, yeah, you, it proves you don't need to exercise yeah. to lose weight. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of a, it was interesting to see after how that changed. Yeah. And the weight gain. So yeah, I probably, um, gradually over time, I gained about half the weight back that I'd lost initially, which like, I know, like, it's not, I'm not upset about it. Like, I could have done it a lot smarter, but Mm -hmm. I didn't. And, like, I'm just kind of, like, grateful, like, I did it and I'm still a lot better off than when I first initially started. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, Have we touched on, like, your impact and the relationship with food? Did we touch on that? Yeah, I mean... I feel like I feel like we spoke about it for me, like my relationship with food's terrible and yeah. it's still not as good as it should be. Yeah. Um, but it is better than what it was when I was doing keto because my um uh when I was on keto my relationship with food was that I can only eat these tiny few things, I'm not eating enough and in my head that was okay because I was losing weight. But that's not like a healthy that's not a healthy relationship with food. No. Um, which at least I know and acknowledge now, and so I can change it, but I still have a long way to go. Yeah. Yeah. But what about you? Um, it's hard. I feel like it It improved my relationship with food in a sense that I was cooking and I was eating. Like, prior to starting keto, I was eating takeaway, like, a lot. I was just – I wasn't fueling my body with the right stuff. I was working in fast food, and I was also eating fast food mm-hmm. a lot as well. Um, like, I literally – I probably, like, honestly, I wasn't eating vegetables, like, at all, yeah. which is terrible. So I feel like it definitely um, helped in that aspect to incorporate vegetables and um, fruit and stuff like that, and, like, reducing sugar. Yeah. Reducing sugar was a massive one. I noticed so much about myself when I stopped having sugar. Yeah. Like, my skin, like, my face skin has always been fine, but, like, on my shoulders and my back, I've had terrible skin forever. And when I stopped sugar, it was, like, incredible. And now that I have too much sugar again, (laughs) it's really bad. Yeah. Sorry, just a side note there. You sparked a thought. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Um. I feel like that's definitely a positive that I took out of it. Like, and I still kind of refer to now, like, even though I'm not, like, I'm not dieting now. Um, but I, I've always watched sort of my sugar and I never drink like sugary like drinks or I try not to consume like sugar in drinks or like, yeah, I try not to consume a lot of desserts. Like I'll try to opt for like a low sugar hot chocolate if I'm going to have something or a, yeah, I don't know. Like a, yeah. I just try to watch. I just try to watch that, and I don't buy sugary stuff and keep it around and keep it in the house. Because if I keep, if I buy it, I'm gonna eat it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I feel like that's definitely helped. Yeah. Post keto. Yeah. Um. All right. What would you say to someone who wants to try keto and like words of advice from your own experience? I would say think about it first. Make sure that it actually suits, like, your lifestyle um, and just, like, most importantly, make sure that you're eating enough for what your body needs because there's no, like, you're not doing 
any good to your body by like starving yourself essentially like you need to make sure that you're still having like enough balance in your food as well yeah um so just plan it and and it's not everything like I feel like the most important thing is that you are having like a balanced diet and that you're improving like life habits rather than actually dieting yeah so if you do it do it to set yourself good habits rather than as a forever choice you know yeah unless it suits you but just make sure that it actually does suit you and think I think think about you know if I do it like what's going to happen after yeah like and that's sort of the aftermath of that Mm -hmm. actually plan that because it'll get hard when you stop doing keto and then if you it's fine to say yeah I'm going to have one day of eating all the things that I missed or one week where I just eat everything that I missed but then one week you realize it's actually been three months and then you're like oh no I just lost all of the hard work that I put in so and it turns into a vicious cycle of yeah eating all this crap then restricting then eating it all again and yeah so you've got to be careful I think plan it through um think about it a lot and do research about it before you do it and speak to your doctor especially if you have any like health things like prior to doing it because like all of the fat and the foods and everything like that it's not always going to be good for you no so yeah yeah and I think a lot of it as well you've got to what another thing I found difficult as well or something to note is that it requires a lot of cooking and a lot of preparation so like it's not like you can just sort of like grab something out of the pantry and like eat that you've got to have like you've got to cook eggs or you've got to have like meats cooked that you can eat or a salad prepared like you've really got to be prepared with your meals otherwise it's hard to you can give in easily if you're really tired and you haven't prepared something because you're like no I can't do it yeah um and the other thing as well is like I became super um obsessed with the scales because I was seeing so much of a difference and that was a really bad habit I got into and so my advice would be like you did is to take other measurements because if you're motivated by numbers don't let that just be scales because it can become really unhealthy when if you're not seeing a obsessive change like I was doing like twice or more a day like it was ridiculous I would say like I probably wasn't doing it that much I was probably weighing myself every three or four days yeah um but yeah it's it's a hard one because I think it's I think it's good to weigh yourself because it keeps you accountable for your weight. Yeah. Um, and you yeah. know what's going on. Definitely like, still weigh yourself, but it doesn't need to be every day. No. Yeah. Um, and also with that, like the times you're weighing yourself, you're not weighing yourself at a certain point every day. It's yeah. Gonna, it's going to fluctuate. Yeah. Oh, and fluctuation is like if it goes up one day, that's fine. That's normal. Like, and that's another I never thing. thought that was okay, but that's fine. That's another thing why I think weighing yourself multiple times a day or like every day is sometimes detrimental because it's go- it fluctuates during the day. Yeah. Um, depending on you know <laughs> bowel movements or <laughs> and like the time of day, how much fiber you've had, how much water you've drank. Like yeah, there's water, so many factors. How much water have you had? You know, yeah. like anything. Have yeah. you exercised? Even like sleep. Yeah, even sleep can influence it. That's another thing you need. You need to get enough sleep. Yeah, with anything, like if 
Sleep is so important. I feel like people underestimate sleep so much. It's life. You just need sleep. You need it. You need it. You need it. All right. Well, have you got anything else to add? I feel like we've pretty much covered it. I feel like we've covered it. I think I think we'll post with like some transformation pics of just pics of our journey like on the Instagram. Yeah. So um, if you wanna check that out, it's uh, at having a yarn dot podcast on Instagram. Yeah. And we'll we'll share some of those on there. Yeah. But other than that, I think I think we're done. Woo! <laughs> thanks, mate. Thanks for today. Well, thank you, mate. I'll see you next week. All right. All see right. you next week. See you. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye, girl. Bye. <laughs> see you.